Ladies, gentlemen, geeks of all ages, you are now entering BJ Shea's Geek Nation. Welcome. Yes, welcome to BJ Shea's Geek Nation. I am the Reverend in Fuego. Across from me is Vicky Barcelona. Hello. Show's namesake, BJ Shea is on assignment and running the boards is Joey D's. Hi. Hello. It's a great Monday for everybody, and we're going to be speaking with my good friend Rob Whelan about his comic book that is coming out in the near future, Girls Heist Out. We will also get hyped for Peacemaker and, of course, the Geek Sheet with Vicky B. Vicky, how can people get a hold of us? Get a hold of us via our website, bjgeeknation.com. It's going to have our blogs, podcasts, and more. more. Or just search BJ Shays Geek Nation on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, iTunes, and the Odyssey app. And yes, we can get right into this also with our good friend Rob Whelan because uh, I'm really excited for this comic book. It's been a a little while coming, so uh, without any further ado, let's get right with him. Rob Whelan joins us, and I think the last time we talked, Rob, it was about your theater, The Mind Players, and that was was a while ago, man. Yeah, uh, we're actually still going strong. Um, We're just starting our fourth year. Um, we've had, uh, we've had a ton of fun, uh, doing that. We, we've got to, we've, we've, we've done some really weird stuff. Uh, <laughs> like, um, we're, we're on our, we're not, we're on our third season of Delta Green, which has been, which has kind of blown up for us as far as popularity. People apparently like watching us get, you know, emotionally murdered by Cthulhu <laughs> on a weekly basis. Um, but, uh, we also got a chance to play, um, uh alien the alien rpg which is awesome but we got a chance to to uh play with some celebrity gamers uh like we played with um uh with uh amy vorpal and uh lissa penrose and matthew lillard came by um and he immediately took charge and messed everybody up and it was awesome. Um, and, and it helped us raise a ton of money for uh, Planned Parenthood. So it was, oh, it was a really cool experience. And we're hoping, like, I would like to do more celebrity gaming. Um, so, uh, and, 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 and so if you have any celebrity uh, listeners out there, I know that there are millions of fans uh, out there uh, of this show, but, Aww. you know, call us. We'll, we'll, we can do something. It'll be fun. Yeah, I mean, it's really easy to find you. It's just Rob Whelan on the old Twitters, and you can find, uh, I mean, everywhere. And, like, even, like, Theater of the Mind players, you can search for him. you got a Patreon where you do all of that. And, I mean, we, that was, like, the last time we talked. And, uh, I mean, even before that, and I think uh, almost six years ago, we talked on the podcast about your girls heist out. And... Uh, at that time, it was a Kickstarter. You were uh, kind of going just on hopes and dreams at that point, but uh, successful. And now you're getting ready to to release it to the world. First issue that we did uh, was pretty easy. How hard could it be? Well, <laughs> cut to five years later. Um, but I got it out, and that's what's imp- uh, and I am I, I I cannot tell you the the sense of relief that washes over you when, <laughs> when like I spent the better part of November mailing stuff um, because we got some advanced copies uh, from the publisher to uh, send out uh, to the Kickstarter backers to fulfill the Kickstarter. And 
when that that last batch went out, I I just I felt I felt at peace with the world. I was one with the universe <laughs> because it was five years of I you know of of this thing hanging over your head that you know you that luckily I was able to 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 find resources and people to help me make sure that we we got it out and 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 got it out in a in a uh, a quality manner. Um, but man, it was. Uh, it was a lot rougher than I expected. I will, I will be, be, be honest here. And I mean, a lot of the times it's that, that, that learning experience when you're going through something like that. And, uh, fortunately it is coming out. Um, Darby pop publishing is putting it out at the end of March. So March 30th and girls heist out, uh, tell us a little bit about it because it really kind of goes around some white collar criminals and, kind of what happens when a relationship that is embedded in that world goes uh, extremely sour. So Girls Heist Out tells the story of uh, Julia Price, who is a, uh, a, a mastermind, a daring thief, um, a, uh, a charming con woman, uh, and what happens when her partner leaves her literally like literally leaves her to be arrested uh for the crimes that they committed together um and uh it's a story about how uh uh she doesn't get mad she uh, assembles a team of the the finest uh women thieves uh that that uh, that are out there to uh, get revenge on her partner um by stealing uh, in this case, uh, a uh, one of the items that that they had made plans to steal together, so that she can get it before he can. Uh, I've been the, the the tagline I've been using is "Revenge is a dish best served fabulously," um, <laughs> because these are the, the because the women are are very smart, they're very uh, talented, um, and the the art uh, that uh, w- the artist that we got for this, um, her name is Manuela Soriani. She knocked it out of the park it 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 looks so good and i am i am i am i i still i've been looking at at this book for five years and i still flip through it like wow wow you gave me you gave me a chance to check out the pdf and i really do agree with you on that the art is fantastic the writing i love it it's snappy it's quick it's fun it feels like you are a part of an action heist movie and you're just kind of watching the storyboards go down. It's really not, it's really awesome, man. It, uh, I, I was inspired by films like oceans 11 and, um, uh, TV shows like leverage, um, which I was, uh, John Rogers, the creator of leverage, uh, was so kind to give me a, a pull quote for the front of the book. And, and I'm just like, nice. he said, he's like, Oh my gosh. I, he said such nice things about this, um, and and that was the key. Was I wanted to do something uh, that you know uh, the these are the kinds of movies that I enjoy, and I wanted to do a story that 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 um that that followed those through lines of you know of twists and fun banter and and ridiculous stunts and and uh, it, it it came together over uh, like it's weird because I still think of it as four issues, even though it's you know, one whole thing, but you know, that, that's how, I think that's how I ended up kind of segmenting it was, you know, okay, this is the mini series. And, and even though it's not necessarily out in individual issues, um, 
that's how my brain processed it of like, okay, what, what, what's the thing that's going on this, this, uh, what's going on this episode? What's going on this episode? What's going on this episode? So, oh, totally, um, it was, yeah. it was, uh, a lot of fun to, to write and, and a lot of fun to, uh, to bounce ideas back and forth with, with Manuela, who also really helped shape those characters in ways that, that I didn't expect. That's actually really awesome too. Just the fact that you can turn it into a collaborative effort when it comes down to all of that, like having that input and being able to accept, you're like, oh yeah, okay, that works well, or however which way you want to go about it. Like it's pretty amazing just uh, the fact that after the years you're able to put it out there, make it all happen. It's going live. You get to go and people can go to their you know local comic book store asking for it and make sure that they can get it there or they can even get it online as well like there's a great ways to go ahead and get all of that and like i'm just like i'm stoked for you buddy like i was happy and i was really you know uh, excited when we first talked about it but the simple fact of the matter now that it's real like it's real real it's real for everybody out there that's i mean it's got to be exciting for you it it's extremely exciting. Like like the day that uh, I got my the the backer copies to send out to everybody. Like I just kind of held it in my hand and like stared at it. Like <laughs> like it was like like it was the you know the treasure from a, a a heist or a or a lost temple that I had raided or something. You just sort of like and and I you know and, and I've written I've written a lot of books before. Like I, that. It sounds like a humble brag, but uh, <laughs> but this is the first one that was really my conception and and wasn't part of anybody else's, you know, like an anthology or anything. And and it, it's also in a medium that I love that, um, you know, uh, that uh, taught me that taught me. You know, I learned to read by reading comic books when I was like three years old. Like that's. That's how long I've been I, I've, I've been here. So so to be able to, to to hold that and and you know even even going around I've gone around on kind of a sales tour of my local friendly local comic book shops, being like, "Hello, I'm a local author. This is me. Can <laughs> can you please sell my book?" Has been a really exciting experience, and I'm I, I hope that 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 folks pick this up. Um, and, and really enjoy it. And also I hope that they enjoyed enough that they, you know, pester, uh, their, the people that they know who want to give people like me money to write more stuff like this to be able to do so. Absolutely. And I mean, that's the big part about it too. It's like, you can have a lot of fun writing it, um, and, you know, getting it out there, but you want it in the people's hands and you want to get that feedback as well. If it, if it rings, you know, if it's something rings true to you, um, if you're reading it, you want, you know, go and tell the creator of it how awesome it was for them. Because, I mean, that's really kind of where you're going to get that feedback. And it's one of those things. Like, if you listen to, you know, Rob right here and you're like, oh, I'm kind of interested in that. Check it out. Go get it. It's <laughs> it's fairly priced. It's a nice graphic novel. It looks amazing. And you can just go pick it up, read it have some fun. And then also it might be one of those things where you realize, Hey, this is also great for, you know, maybe someone else in my family. Maybe, uh, I've got, you know, a younger, uh, a younger kid who like you maybe learned to, uh, read and is really into comic books and now quite possibly might be interested in this story, you know, a younger teen type person or anything along those lines. So it's another way to get people interested because again, it's a fun story and at that point in time, when you get into that with the action packed, with the scenes and how it looks and how just how beautiful the art is, this can really suck p- 
people in to maybe even a genre they weren't quite possibly, you know, maybe interested in because it's not a superhero comic. It's about, I mean, essentially super thieves when you come down to it. Well, I've had a, a few people um, when I've like tr- taken this around to comic book stores and, and or talked about it with, with friends and stuff, be like, oh, this sounds perfect for my daughter. Um, yeah. because, because of the, 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 uh, the, the, the femme leads and, you know, they're, they're not presented as damsels as distress or anything like that. They're all very smart. They're all very capable. Um, and, um, uh, it, we, we, I mean, we even talked with the publisher to make sure that it was definitely in that sort of, uh, the, the right area where, you know, a, a tween or a, like a 10 year old, you know, you can read it. It's, it, it's fine. It's, it's fairly bloodless. Like I, it, it's, you know, no, it, it's <laughs> like, we were aiming for that kind of, you know, Marvel movie, PG 13 sort of, sort of rating, I guess, for lack of a better term. Um, but, uh, it, it's really exciting for me uh, as somebody who, uh, has my own daughter that I'm, you know, now figuring out, you know, what heroes she's, uh, following, uh, to see other people look at my work and go, oh no, that's the kind of thing that I would want to share with, 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 with my kid too. And it, it, it that, that's, that's amazing to me. Like yeah. the, the one, the, the thing that you want as a creator is for people to read your stuff. It seems like a, a, a weird thing to say, but it's true. And, and even reaching out in the, on the, the, the vast howling internet to be like, Hey man, I read your book. Thank you. Like that was a good, that was a good story is a drop of water in the desert. And <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. like, like, you know, you, you, you expect the internet to be cruel and and the winds to 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 be punishing, but when somebody you know takes that two seconds to be like, "Hey, that was good," it, it, it just feels awesome, and <laughs> and I, and I appreciate being able to to talk about it with 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 you as somebody who has you know told me that uh, you've been a fan of my stuff, you know of of all of my stuff. It, it, it's 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 always great when we get a chance to talk and I get to hear like effusive praise it's it's, it's, it's just very nice i mean i it's like it's the small things and like you even said like you know like i mean put it perfectly with the drop of water in the desert and it's so easy now like people do want to kind of crap on stuff but at this point in time if you find something and i mean it could be anything but especially right now with girls heist out like if somebody enjoys something let the creators know i even was looking back at the old kickstarter page and you had gail simone who is an amazing writer um give uh some praise and was very excited for this to come out like there's a lot of people out there who are excited for this and i'm glad that now it's seeing the light of day people can uh pre-order it now if you uh check it out and then also you can get it when it comes out on march 30th and again check out uh, annoy your local comic book stores as much as possible and when you do read it you do pick it up send rob a little uh, a little message on the old uh, twitters out there on the old internets and let even you know, let the publishers know, Darby Pop, that, you know, hey, this is a great thing, and thank you for uh, putting it out there. Indeed, indeed. I, I like, I I found that it, uh, in, in my, in my other job where, where I write, uh, where I write about, like, mostly what I do these days is I write, uh, like, reviews and coverage of other people's games, and it, 
for me, it's important to just to elevate the stuff that I love rather than necessarily yeah. be like, all right, guys, we're totally going to tear this thing apart. Like, <laughs> if you want to do that, that's fine. I see plenty of that on online. I don't, I, I don't, the devil does not need any more advocates. Like, I am, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I am here to, to talk about the things that I enjoy and to say, hey, this is cool. You should, you should check this out too. And, and, and I, I hope. That you that anybody who picks up the book um, has that same experience, and even if you don't, you know what? You took a chance, and I appreciate uh, the the effort that you took uh, to, to to check something out and try something new. And if it wasn't for you, cool. Not <laughs> yeah, not everything yeah, is for everybody, yeah. and that's like, true. And I mean, even at that point, if you pick it up, and you know what, you might have someone in your life that maybe uh, it does resonate with, or you think might resonate with it pass it on you know it's like one of those things you never know who might be a fan of this and it might even just be yourself <laughs> rob indeed indeed thank you so much for spending some time with us again girls heist out is coming out at the end of march march 30th check out your local comic book stores look online to make sure you can find it and go out there and pick it up thanks rob for spending some time with me no problem thank you uh, a good time as always my man Thanks, Rob. Again, you can check out Girls Heist Out at the end of March. But keep an eye on him and keep an eye out on the Theater of the Mind players. And we might be having Rob on in uh, in the future for maybe a reoccurring role. We're hashing out some details, talking with his agent to figure out all that stuff and see what's going to happen. But definitely going to have some fun stuff with him in the future. Now, this has got me excited because Vicky and I have been watching Peacemaker. Yes. Joe watched the first episode. Yeah. You got to catch up, man, because as of this point right now, we've only watched... Uh, the seven episodes we haven't watched the finale and it did drop last week but we're going to be waiting till maybe like Friday or a little bit later to make sure and see what's going on but we're going to talk about the fact that it is renewed for a second season yes. yeah very excited for this uh, James Gunn did say that uh, he put this out there when it was announced creating Peacemaker has been one of the true highlights of my life mm -hmm. both professionally and otherwise with John Cena and the incredible creative team around me as well as our partners at HBO Max to have something we all love so much be loved by the audience in turn has been a wonderful experience I can't wait for folks to see Team Peacemaker uh, or Team Peacemaker goes in season two Cena said, I'm incredibly honored and humbled by the response of Peacemaker and the experience of playing this character. Really stoked for all of this just because the simple fact of the matter is uh, I didn't know what to expect with this, with the show. I, I, I love James Gunn. He's one of my probably top three, uh, top three directors uh, who are working today. Wait, let me guess. It's, uh, we also have Edgar Wright. Yes. And okay, I got nothing for the okay, last one, but so, I, yeah, I, I had yeah. two of them. Okay, yeah, you did get them. Uh, uh, I get... knew it was going to be those two for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the other one I would say at this point in time would be George Miller, who did Mad Max. Ah, okay. Because he's still working on it. He's going to have the Furiosa stuff coming yep. out. So those are the ones that are really like I'm in my top three on that. Good call. But really, like if you haven't seen uh, Peacemaker, first off, if you don't need to have watched The Suicide Squad, but I definitely suggest it because it kind of recap it right at the beginning. That and it's a great movie. It is. And uh, this is a funny, well-written, well-acted very, very bloody, very emotional, and uh, yeah, it's just, it's just, it's chef's kiss. Like, it's just perfect. <laughs> it's really, it's so good. So absolutely 100% check that out if you have a chance to, and I cannot wait for the second season. 
and I can't wait to like actually sit and talk about the next one. I know. I know. I know. We'll be talking about that. So uh, get your emails ready. Send us a message on how you feel about that. But now it is time for the Geek Sheet with Vicky B. All right, Vicky, what do you got for us? I got some Pokemon talk. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wasn't expecting that. Uh, what were you expecting? Because I have a meme if you want a meme. No, 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 no. I, I was, was expecting, expecting memes. memes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pokemon's way better. Yeah. Uh, how familiar are you guys with Pokemon? I know some of the first, what, 151 or whatever. 151 original. Yeah, yeah, just because I played a little bit of Pokemon Go. I mean, I played it pretty hard for like two years and then have... Uh, Fallen <laughs> then, off Yeah, since. completely. You, you realized you were never catching them all? Ah, yeah. Nope. Joe, were you into it? Because we were about the same age, so Pokemon hit when we were little kids. Yeah, same thing. Really only the one, first 151, and then by the time I was like 13 or 14, I was gone in the world of computers. <laughs> right? That is fair. See, 150, the original Pokemon came out when I was like eight or nine, and then the next series of Pokemon came out when I was 10 or 11, so that, that tracks about age-wise for you. So I got into the next level, which was like silver and gold for the, the uh, Game Boy games. Oh, yeah, okay. Because uh, I think the OG were like red, green, blue, and yellow. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then we moved over to silver and gold, which oh, is the what- the flashy I, colors. Right, that's where I got into, and then after that- <laughs> I, I fell off. <laughs> I know there's like there's like diamonds and but other you things. Also need, and yeah, you, you needed another gaming system. Like I'm like, but I have my game. I still have my Game Boy. Do you really? Yeah, I just Damn. I think I need to fix something on it. Wow. Of course, I lost the back to it. Like everyone did. Oh yeah. Uh, but <laughs> the, so the Game Boy games, if you guys remember what they were, mm-hmm. they have little batteries within the game itself. Yeah. So if you go to play them now, it doesn't save. Oh, I'm able yeah. to play some of these games, but it won't save my progress. Which huh. is really rough on those sort of games, especially like it would just be like the same thing as like if you're playing Legend of Zelda mm-hmm. and you couldn't save your game. Right. They're long involved games. Mm-hmm. And so like what's the point of playing them at that point? Agreed. So I, I, I maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll film myself trying to fix these. <laughs> the worst comes to worst, <laughs> I mess it up and it's fine. Uh, but let's go back to the original 151. Does anybody here have a favorite Pokemon? A favorite Pokemon. And we'll stick to the original 151. Uh, what is the 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 little ones that look like just kind of like little uh, little nipples sticking out of the ground? Uh, what is it? Uh, Diglett. Diglett. Yeah. Diglett. Dig. Diglett. Dig. Trio. 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 Sorry. I don't, I don't know if I like them anymore. No. They're, they're pretty, <laughs> no, pretty they awesome. Cute. They were kind of entertaining. I was just like, what are you? My, my favorite part about it was like, what are you supposed to do? You're just like little faces sticking out of the ground. And then all the memes that came with it, like what is really underneath Diglett? That yes. gets kind of weird real quick. Yeah, but does. funny. Joe? Ah, oh, man, I have no idea. Uh, I mean, I was the yellow Pikachu for because I had the whole yellow Game Boy and all that <laughs> stuff, yeah. So I had that. But then, you know, you get older and you're like, Pikachu's cool and everything, but not really the most powerful Pokemon. No. no. He, I mean, Ash is Pikachu from the cartoons, which I did watch pretty religiously as a kid, which <laughs> I think they're all on Netflix or Hulu, one of the two. So oh, if you wow. want to go watch the OG ones, you can. Uh, but Ash's Pikachu was very strong. Pikachu as a whole, not so much. Yeah, so I like those like Snorlax and oh, like um, I didn't get any of the dragon ones because I also did a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh when I was younger. Uh. And Yu-Gi-Oh <laughs> had the dragons and all. So like, they had yeah. cooler dragons and gods and cool stuff. All oh, the like, ridiculousness with that. And then when you find out that Charizard's only like four feet tall, 
Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> he what? looks like he would be like 20 feet tall, and he's like this little guy. Blastoise better be gigantic, at least. No, he's not actually very tall. Aww. If I remember how tall My immersion is was it. Blastoise. <laughs> Kick a turtle. Kick a turtle. He's about five foot three, so he's a little taller than me. Wow. Okay, that's still pretty big. I mean, yeah. Yeah, for... he looks like he'd be like seven feet tall. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but Cinema Blend came out with a list, and this is just with the original 151. In no particular order, what were the best Pokemon? And this isn't about strength or power or anything. Just the best Pokemon. Okay. And feel free to give your descriptions. And if you remember any names, Joe. Jigglypuff. Oh, Jigglypuff was legit. <laughs> really? I love Jigglypuff. Like, I would feel like uh, just thinking of, like, the coolest, most powerful would be Blastoise. And I'm just basing it based on the cannons on his back, which probably, I mean, he's only five foot three at this point. Probably just super but, suckers. But, I mean, even then, they are pretty powerful. Yeah. Uh, but this isn't so much about powerful. It's just coolest and best in general. No, I think if you have cannons uh, out of the back of your shell, that's pretty cool. Uh, there is a third evolution on here from the OG Pokemon, but it's not Blastoids. Well, it's got to be Charizard then. Uh, not on their list of the 12. No. Charizard's not, not on here. There are a couple that we have already mentioned okay, so in let's conversation. Run, let's run down those ones then. Uh, one of them on the list is number, and when I say the number, it's their number on like the Pokedex. Okay. So number 143, Snorlax. Yeah. So, Why? He just sits there and sleeps and blocks roads in the original game. <laughs> I know that much. <laughs> so the thing is, though, even though he does sleep, a lot. Once you do wake him up and you need the little pokey flute to do so, <laughs> he's actually one of the strongest and best characters what? out there, and he's cuddly. I've seen so many pillows made of him. Yeah, Snorlax is a Borlax. No, but he actually, like, the hyper beam and, and stuff, he is, you don't mess with him. Wow. He can recover. And he can recover. <laughs> Takes a while, but he can recover. And he eats a lot. He ate all the vines in that episode. Oh, jeez, okay. Uh, any other uh, any other ideas? Nurse Anything Joy. There? She's not a Pokemon! Oh. Well, Whoa. she handled Pokemon. She's not. She was my favorite. There was yeah. one other one. I was more of a Officer Jenny. Jenny, what about the Rocket Team Rocket? They always blast it off. Yeah. Oh yeah, what about Meowth? Oh, Meowth's Meowth. a great character. Meowth is not, and the the cool thing about Meowth, I never really realized until I started playing the game. Meowth has a uh, an ability. It's called Payday. Where he can make it rain coins. <laughs> but the Meowth. He's, he's good in the strip club. Right? <laughs> but the Meowth in the. Uh, in like Team Rocket, mm -hmm. he, he himself learned how to speak human. Wow, look at him. And so they're like, why can't you learn Payday? He's like, I used all my energy and everything to learn how to speak human. I can't learn Payday. <laughs> He's like, what do you want from me? Okay, that's why he's not Forget the Forget English, man. learn payday. Like, yeah, that was basically it. He's like, what are you talking about? I can talk. And I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, but one of the ones on the list that's very, very obvious, number 25, Pikachu. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, that makes sense. I feel like having him as the, I don't want to say spokesman, but like the, the face of Pokemon <laughs> really, really helps sell it. Yeah, you're right. Because he's not only adorable, he's at least Ash's po uh, Pikachu was very powerful. So he was, it, I think if it wasn't Pikachu that they used, it might have not done it so well. Yeah, it's true. Um, so when I did say the third evolution of one of the starter Pokemons, we, we know it's not Charizard. No, don't tell me it's Penasaur. Penasaur? Is that what you call it? We know it's not Blastoise, it's Venusaur. Oh, so it starts off as Bulbasaur. Or and then it goes to Ivasaur. And then Ivasaur, then Venusaur, not yes. Penasaur. You yeah. Ah, that's what I thought of that, that Pokemon. Honestly, I love, 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 love Bulbasaur, but I never loved the way Venusaur looked. He just looked like a weird, like, 
He was too much Flor- like Bioplume or whatever, the other Pokemon that looked like okay, a Chinese yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, these are not swear words we're saying, by I the know, way. right? Well, Penisaur uh, might be. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it just sounds like an STD. He looked like a dinosaur mixed with flowers, and he just looked like a grumpy old dinosaur. I'm like, but Bulbasaur was so cute. Bulbasaur I actually have a, cool. I have yeah. a Bulbasaur tattoo. I don't know if you knew that. Oh, damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like right on your arm, isn't and it? And he's so sad. It's so cute. <laughs> oh. It's an inside joke. But. Okay, so... <laughs> Just because I had to look up the list now because I just need to remember the names of them. Yes. I forgot there was one named Licky Tongue. Oh, Lick- yeah. It's Lick a Tongue. Uh, Licky Tongue. Lick a Tongue. <laughs> well, have you found Trubbish? Okay. Trubbish <laughs> is a new Pokemon. That's and he's just trash. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So Lick a Tongue. Lick a Tongue. Is he on the list? No, but somebody that kind of looks like him is, and that's Slowbro. Slowbro. Okay, yeah. Slowbro looks kind of entertaining, too. So he is the evolution of Slowpoke. So the way you get Slowbro, some of these Pokemon can just evolve by gaining experience points, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, some can evolve, like if you have the stone for their type, you can give them the stone and they will evolve. The problem with that is they may not be as, um, what's the word? experience like mentally and physically even though you're evolving them they're it just be like bumping up like a seventh grader to like 11th grade even though he's they're not still a seventh grader right yeah, yeah yeah that kind of a thing the way you get slow bro is you have to have another water type pokemon i think oh, what is he called the clam the little shell shell sheldor sheldor or something like that something like that yeah yeah but he has to bite on slow bro's tail and that's when they both transform into Slowbro. Yeah, because yeah. Slowbro has a little tail on the end of it, too. So yeah, he's that got that weird sense. shell. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. that part is what Sheldor was. So he's very unique because he is both water and psychic types. So, like, oh, that's, that's wow. pretty powerful. Now, I remember one from Pokemon Go that was really amazing just for the fact that they could evolve so many different ways, and that would be Eevee. Eevee. Oh, I love Eevee. Uh, unfortunately, Eevee is not on this list, which I think is shenanigans. Yeah, that's BS. That was one of the one fun things that I loved about that that character even in the, in the game because mm-hmm. you could basically kind of play like breeding farm and kind of try to mm-hmm. figure out what you would turn them into. Like, that was the fun part with that. Right. Like, because originally with, like, the 151, Eevee only had three evolutions at the time oh. and that was like the fire lightning and water and yeah, i'm blanking that on the sense names. there yeah uh but something that kind of looks like an eevee evolution is one called nine tails and this is an evolution from uh v- v- Vel- Voltrix? No, Voltrix. Voltrix. Yeah, the fox, Firefox, basically. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's very like mysterious and pretty, and a lot of people were confusing. Uh, if you saw Shang Chi, people thought that some of the uh, like characters in that were Nine Tails. Oh that was wow! Not the case. They look very similar. Funny. But no. uh, I'll run down the list of these other ones. See if you remember these. Alakazam, Spoonman. Alakazam, Spoon. number sixty, uh, number sixty-five in the Pokedex. Wow, he's dope. He, he is. Uh, He's the third or the second evolution, I believe. There was Abra, Alakazam? Abra, Kadabra, and Alakazam, right? That was the Abra. joke? I think so, Kadabra yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, that's what it was. Yep, Abra, Kadabra, and Alakazam. Yep. They were really hilarious with all the naming of their Pokemon, because they're like straightforward just jokes on things that you know. Right. But it's just, why spoons? Yeah. Don't uh, answer that. Well, Don't. because it's, it's, it's psychic. And so one of the things like psychic acts do is they'll bend spoons with their minds. Okay. So All right. So it's, it's not right. that All dumb. Right. And, All right. It isn't. But no, he that's is very fair. powerful. Uh, another one on this list, Nidoking. So oh. there were, t- there was like Nidorina and Nidorino. There's two kind of like weird rock-ish looking like rabbit type Pokemon and there was the male version and the female version. They both evolved in their own versions, but it, like there's like purple and then the blue. 
Uh, but Nita King was actually pretty powerful. He had a pretty good aesthetic. Uh, he had the ability to use like poison and you kind of like a ground Pokemon. So he's a little bit of everything, but he was very strong. And I feel like overlooked a lot. Fair. Uh, we also have Gengar. Gengar was kind of cool looking just because he was just kind of gnarly little. It was Trump. Yeah, a, yeah. He looks like a little pillow. Yeah, he's the ghost poison Pokemon, kind of creepy looking. Squishmallow. Yeah, he would be a perfect <laughs> Squishmallow. They probably have it out there. Oh, my God. Now I kind of want one. But he was kind of <laughs> creepy looking, especially in that episode when you're like nine years old. Uh-oh. Because he goes Castly, Hunter, and then Gengar. Other one, Cubone on this list. Which Cubone has, is so cute just because I see people 3D printing the the, the, the masks on the, and the, for their corgis. Mm-hmm. They, so I oh think that's, my God. dude, it's amazing. It looks fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, there's a very sad story, which I think they've uh, addressed and has become canon or was originally canon because Cubone kind of looks like a Kangaskong, uh, which is like a weird kangaroo type uh, animal. And originally like a Cubone was the baby of a Kangaskong. Oh. They're all all Kangaskhan's like are born with like a baby like in their like little pouch, Yeet. and so this one's one that lost its mother, and the skull is actually its mother's head. Like that's the the story. Very oh, dark and scary, geez. but it is a pretty powerful and a cute little guy too. Uh, Hitmonlee, which again has like a um, Hitmonchan. There's Hitmonchan and Hitmonlee. Hitmonchan <laughs> was the puncher. Hitmonlee was the kicker. Cause. Jackie Chan. Oh, yeah. and Bruce Lee. And Bruce wow. Lee. Wow. All right. I mean, these names actually, you know, I, mm. I always consider them kind of dumb a lot of the times, but when they kind of fit them in like that, that's like pretty it. That's pretty great. Uh, one on this list, which I think Joe will argue with. Uh-oh. Magikarp, carp, carp, Magikarp. Yeah, Magikarp is so stupid. useless. He is Flash. useless. However, well, I when he, he evolves into Gyarados, but then Gyarados should be on the list. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, Gyarados is the great, awesome, amazing dragon. And yeah, it's pretty amazing how you can get, like, a little floppy fish that literally does nothing to turn into this giant thing. Mm-hmm. But the fish himself, he's a dumb guppy. You don't need Everyone him. Everyone loves an underdog <laughs> or underfish in this. But there were, like, Rudy, in, in the cartoon, Rudy, Rudy. you would sometimes see in, like, the background when they're cooking food and fish. Like, the fish, they were cooking was a Magikarp. That's a bad idea. That's not good. No. Gonna burn you. I do love what they said. It's like Gyarados looks like he would be the symbol for Mortal Kombat. He's so badass. Like, that's not wrong. No, yeah, absolutely. So he should be on the list. Right. Not dumb Magikarp. And the last one is one of the three legendary birds. Ooh. Um, oh, what's that one bird? What's that one bird? You it's not Ho-Ho. See, I like Zapdos, but it's That's not... the one. That's the one I was Zapdos thinking of. Zapdos is pretty cool. But yeah. it's probably uh, Arctic. Was Articuno? Articuno. That's what it is, yeah. What? Number 144. Oh, he, uh, he does look kind of cool. Yeah, he's one of the last Pokemon that you can catch in the original game, but that doesn't take away from the serious damage you can do with this bird before all is said and done. He can create his own blizzards and appears to be appears to doomed people who are lost in cold or icy mountains as either a beacon <laughs> of hope or your worst nightmare. Oh, jeez. So he yeah. can do flying, water, and even psychic attacks. So, yeah, yeah he's pretty badass. Big old frozen pigeon. I loved flying that stupid game. <laughs> fly! <laughs> what are you going to do me now? Nothing. <laughs> fly, butterfly, fly, fly. What? Uh, anyways, I want to wow. know what your, what's your favorite Pokemon. Original 151 uh, is preferred, but any Pokemon, really. Mm-hmm. And until next time, stay nerdy.